What's up guys? It's a great day. This is Fuquan Bilal and we are back with another great episode of the PFREI podcast series. We interview experts in the real estate business in order to provide you with some of the best investment strategies and techniques used by leading fund managers, financiers, house flippers, and more. We appreciate every single one of you for taking the time to press play on the podcast and hope you enjoy this new episode. Passion for Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Mukwam Balau. We have a great guest today, Mr. Mark Jackson, known as... Hey. Thank you for thank you for participating in the show. Let me just read your bio real quick so the guests will know the experience of the, the speaker we have on today. I really appreciate you coming on, man. So uh, MJ has become the go-to valuation specialist for people who want to achieve more in their real estate investing business. Now, since 2000, MJ ha- has been able to close real estate transactions totally in the millions and maintains a substantial net worth. Investor Commerce Online was created to help investors like you do exactly the same thing. Now, since 2006, uh, real estate investors, both domestically and internationally, use Investor Commerce Online to confidently profit every time uh, the buyer of a property, knowing the right price before they buy. Now, MJ has spoken on the topic of real estate valuation across the US, Caribbean, Monte Carlo, Italy, Switzerland, Scotland, Australia, Japan, Africa. And this is this is great, man. So we got an international guy here. Got a lot of experience in the room. And I remember when we first met in 2012, it was at a note event. Yes. Why is an appraiser guy here at a note event? At the time, because I was in second mortgages, it didn't dawn on me. Duh, when you take these properties subject to REO or you want to get some type of mm-hmm. valuation, you need somebody like MJ to be able to help you navigate through that process. So it was very important yeah. uh, what you taught about that day. And we stay connected since. So I really wanted to bring you on a platform so you could share the importance with people, especially new people who's getting involved or any note investors or real estate investors, the importance of being able to determine the proper value. So let's talk a little bit about that. The first question I ask people on the show is, why are you passionate for real estate investing? Oh, man, that's such a great question. And Fuquan, thank you so much for the pleasure, the honor, the joy to come and care and share with your uh, your nation here, whether doing notes or deals, whatever the case may be. But I will tell you, especially for me, I came to real estate in a, in a unique way. I was actually at the closing table buying my first property. That was the first time I ever even was exposed to real estate other than the house we grew up in and stuff like that. And at the closing table, I, you know, there was this 20-page document on legal paper, and I just finished uh, earning my accounting degree. And so all the numbers on the page just kind of spoke to me. I was kind of like doing ratios for what turned out to be the square footage adjustments for properties. And uh, I'm a big gadget guy. I love tech stuff. So that was early in the 90s when you started seeing digital cameras come out. And I didn't need a reason to buy a digital camera. I need an excuse. And in that 20-page document, I was looking at an excuse to go buy a digital camera. So I talked to my agent at the table. He said it was the appraisal. And so for me, divine intervention, three years later, took a buyout from my corporate job, went to appraisal school, and have never looked back. And, and the niche of it is just this, regardless of the transaction that you're doing, whether you need a UPB on, on a non-performing note or whether you're trying to determine uh, value for a pre-foreclosure or a short sale, or maybe just a family member who's trying to figure out uh, what's going on with their home as they're getting ready to do a refinance. At some point, 
you really have to come back to not only what the value of the property is, but how much you can acquire it for, what's going to be the best acquisition price, and then the after repair value. And that's where investor comps comes in and, and really taking what we call a valuation first approach to real estate. So why am I passionate about real estate? That's it. I love the numbers and making sure that you buy right so you know you're making a profit up front. You're not worried about when you sell, you're buying right. That's the thing that makes it really, really exciting for me. That's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Now, from an investment standpoint, you're doing some turnkey rentals, you're doing some buy and sells. Um, you know, let's talk a little bit about that a little bit. Like, why did you chose to go that path instead of just, of course, as evidence, more, more capital instead of just being the appraiser? You kind of pivoted to being the investor and, and providing turnkey solutions and adding value down the line. So let's talk a little bit about the turnkey first. You know, why, for someone who's new who might want to get into turnkey and they don't know sure. about it, so let's shed some light on that. Yeah, it, the thing about either uh, long-term hold deals or actually, you know, doing deals that are considered turnkey, those that are either passive or you're actively involved in them. The thing is that that's where your wealth building portfolio comes from. That's where you're going to have lasting income that's going to be repeatable without having to go buy a property, fix it up, sell a property, buy a property, fix it up, sell a property, buy a property, fix it up, sell a property. You're going to, you know, take advantage of the tax advantage, depreciation, as well as the regular income that's gonna come from those units, but you still have to buy right. You have to make sure you're in the right market area so that you can command really steady income from that property. You can go get some low hanging fruit, but then you'll constantly be able to, you'll be constantly turning that property over with tenants and repairs, stuff like that. So you still have to look at market areas. I mean, I'm, I'm a big one. I love flipping when it's time to flip, when it's, the market is hot, and everybody's, you know, is scammering to get in because it is basically, you know, a seller's market, that type of thing. But when that shift happens, like in a lot of markets across the country right now, doing turnkeys is really a great way to build that wealth portfolio, but you still have to do it right. And for Quan, you know as well as I do, uh, acquiring a turnkey and then being able to apply, apply leverage to that transaction where you're taking one set of capital, let's just say you're taking $70,000, you're going in, acquiring and fixing up a property that you're going to hold long term, and then you want to apply leverage. Well, once you get done with it, it can't be worth $70,000. It's got to have some added value to that up and beyond the income coming from it. So we always like to position deals, especially on turnkeys, where we're looking at $0.68 cents acquisition and renovation on the dollar, okay? And then being a situation where that puppy is going to be worth about a hundred thousand. We're just using nice round numbers. Uh, most of the deals that we do are going to be somewhere in that 90 to $96,000 number acquisition, renovation, getting it tended up and performing. And then easily market value is going to be 129, 134, or maybe even a little bit higher. And that allows that partner to come in or us to even say, we're going to apply leverage. We're going to pull back all of the capital that initial 93 or $96,000 we put in that deal. And now we can go duplicate the same thing, but we're using the same set of money over and over and over again, even though our portfolio still continues to grow by applying leverage. That's awesome, man. It's, it's amazing how you can leverage notes or you can leverage real estate using that strategy. Now, most of these areas you're talking are 
where the values are, let's say, 150,000 or less. Because turnkey, where I'm at, the average value on the properties are 250 and up. So it's, it's, it still can be done, but it's very challenging um, to do that when it's the market price is that high. So you see people going to the Midwest, you see people in Florida, Georgia, um, you know, it's pockets of Indiana, where there, there are smaller value homes, where you can buy mm-hmm. homes for a million dollars or something like that. So just give us, give us a little background on, I know it's, it's this probably be dated by the time it's actually out, but since you're doing nationwide valuations, try to give sure. us some, uh, some secrets on what markets are hot. Where are you seeing the hot markets at for, for turnkey investing? Yeah, literally, there's about 14 markets across the country right now. And some of them are even in that area where it might be 250 for a property, but the, the uh, incomes in that market area really justify the acquisition. Uh, I formerly lived in the Denver market area, really, really hot market. I now live in the Salt Lake City market area, another hot market, but the rents are demanding and they command a really good value. If you're talking about leasing a four bedroom home for $2,600 a month, and yet your acquisition was only about 270. So those numbers work very, very well when you apply leverage and really push your cap rate. Now, on some of the more modest, uh, there's Gary, Indiana. You have the south side of Chicago, Illinois, outside of Cook County. Uh, You also have markets like Huntsville, Alabama, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Metro Atlanta, Metro Tampa, number of areas and the surrounding markets area of Charlotte, North Carolina, and then also in the Florence and uh, um, Lumberton counties between North Carolina and South Carolina. Really good markets, homes that are built masonry construction. You're not having to worry about a whole lot of frame built homes that are going to last, have low maintenance. They're easy to acquire. You're talking, in some cases, twenty-five to about $40,000 on acquisition, and yet your rents are still in that six fifty dollars to $850,000 range, which, again, gives you a significant strong cap rate at like 16%. You can actually add value and later down the road maybe sell between 12 and 10% cap. But again, that's after you've held that property, made some income on it, or maybe you just transition it into your own wealth portfolio when you get ready to transition for legacy planning. So there's any number of different strategies, but there's about 14 markets across the country, and I named a few of them, that you can get strategic advantage getting in at smaller price points, solid workforce housing. Uh, right now, I'm looking at, again, I talk about Metro Atlanta. Well, Columbus, Georgia is just outside of Atlanta, about an hour and a half, and there's Fort Benning, where they have had the uh, jump school, people doing parachute jumping there. And I'm looking at a portfolio right now, 26 doors, 20 houses. On average, each one of the houses is about $17,000. It's occupied at 96%, all workforce housing. Uh, You've got a military that's there or people that work for the bases and that's their workforce housing. The cash flow on it's about $9,000 a month making the cap rate, again, about 17,000, 17%. Now, you're still going to need to do it strategically. Because you're getting doors at that lower rate, you have to take into consideration some capital improvements, okay? And then the other thing about it is, and Fuquan, we'll talk about this, I may actually put some paper on those after I acquire them, that type of thing. So I can actually pull out some capital and go do it again. That's the beauty of having turnkeys that are producing passive income 
but then you can also put some of your note strategies in place as well. That's awesome, man. That's, that's great stuff. Great stuff. So tell us, I mean, you've been on this journey for a while and you know, I know myself personally is not all good. There's many challenges. What do you think is your, your biggest challenge in, in this business and shifting into 2020? What are some of the things you're doing internally for yourself and also for your company in order to scale if that's your choice or get to the next level? Yeah, the, the, one, well, the one challenge that we have is that literally in our business, at our level, um, what we're seeing is that people, investors, capital is chasing what we refer to as yield. They just want to put their money somewhere. And therefore, you've got all these wholesalers and rehabs out there that are literally pushing and thinning out the margins on the available transactions in the market. And there's people that are going to go out there and take that risk. Now, you and I and those we associate with are cautious. And we have other lead sources than just going to the MLS to find deals. So the main thing is, is making sure that as we work with folks, as we teach, as we garner, uh, as I introduce people to using our investor council line reports, the main thing is that we want to make sure you're looking at who's doing the transactions in the market. Your biggest challenges looking at an arm's length transaction, a transaction between MJ and Fuquan, where we paid full market value for property on a home that we're just moving between and considering that to be your best comp to determine acquisition. When in fact, you need to be looking at the transactions of the foreclosure, the transactions of the short sales, the transactions of the pre-foreclosure that really tell you what is the depressed, what is the motivated sales transaction going on in the market area so you make sure again we go right back to that phrase you want to buy right if you're chasing or just to get a deal any kind of deal so you could be in the market area uh, whether it's you know again whether it's notes or real estate transactions for turnkey or flips you have to be extremely knowledgeable about what you're willing to pay or what you should be paying for a property as compared to just trying to get in the game and do a deal um, the best deals that I've helped so many people are the ones that they've not done. The ones that I've encouraged them to walk away from as what's been able to save them and put, put them in a position where they can have long-term success in real estate rather than just getting in anywhere and it wind up being something that bites you in the butt. I appreciate it, man. So we're coming towards the end of the show, but I want to give you the opportunity. I know you do education. I know you have the, the online sources for them to do evaluation. I'll give you an opportunity to plug that and let people know how they can get in contact with you and also view the software that you have. That's great. Yeah, it's my pleasure, Fuquan. Again, we are Investor Comps. Uh, you can find us online. We do have several subscription plans. Uh, if you need one-off property deals, we can provide that for you, but we also have subscription plans that give you a number report so you can actually really ramp your business up and be looking at those deals, qualifying them. Do they come into your portfolio or do you want to leave them out? Uh, we are doing an investor summit in the spring of 2020. Uh, April 30th through May 2nd, we'll be in Palm Desert, California. And that's going to be our investor summit. We'll be covering uh, tax liens, tax deeds, uh, foreclosure investing. We'll be covering the gambit of, of, of different types of transactions. We even have a fellow associate, uh, Glenn Stromberg, who's going to be coming and talking about real estate uh, yeah. over there. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll I had Glenn on the other day. Yeah. There you go. There you yeah. go. So we'll be doing a couple of niche niches in terms of actual um, 
real estate strategies. And again, that's going to be in Palm Desert, April 30th through May 2nd in uh, 2020. And Investor Conference is right there, on-demand training, on-demand valuation. So anybody can get in there and make sure they're buying right, ensuring they make a profit on the front end. Well, thanks a lot. I really appreciate you sharing this information, man. A lot, another great episode of Passion for Real Estate Investments. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, uh, check us out on Instagram and also Facebook as well, at a passion, the number four REI. All right, that was good. I actually got the bell now. <laughs> I just added that into the podcast. You know, some good stuff and knowledge to share. Got to ring that bell, let everybody know. Really appreciate you coming on, man, and sharing the knowledge. It's my pleasure, Fuquan. I look forward to seeing you again soon. Everybody, blessings. Enjoy. You're in good hands with Fuquan. All right. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Passion for Real Estate Investments podcast. Looking forward to providing you guys with more testimonials from successful real estate investors. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at a passion, the number four, REI. Thanks so much, guys. And until next time, it's a great day. Mm-hmm.